guys how is it going thank you so much for joining me on the last day of the nehemiah days today i think it's the last day of the nehemiah days recordings my goal right now is like i'm going to continue to record uh, randomized thoughts and ideas and share them on the next talk uh podcast why because you know like i said covid 19 restricted me i could not go on with uh, interviewing and talking with people so i had to find a new way and then of course god being so good i got the prompting to look at nehemiah and to share some of the inspiration from the book of nehemiah if you do not know the nehemiah uh days is about this person or this character in the scriptures the bible i mean called nehemiah who was um living in another country or who was in exile or who was a an immigrant or you can call him whatever you want to call him but he was living outside the place he was born and he had um a conversation with people coming back from where he was born and he asked them how are things going on over there how are people doing and, and they responded by saying things are hard uh the walls have been broken the gates have been destroyed the people are living in fear and devastation and poverty and after the conversation Nehemiah decides not to just let the problem slide or just let the wind blow over it or to you know sweep it under the carpet but he determines he says to himself i will do something about it and it is that inspiration that i i want to share with you throughout this uh podcast because the podcast is is this is focusing on the fact that there is a new wind there is a new inspiration uh, especially when it comes to the continent of, of africa we have to understand where the continent has come to and as its people especially those of us walking in faith God is calling us into action we have been serving God we have had this religious uh sensation take over our life where we have been taught certain things that are not always making us aware or active of what God truly want to do through us for our continent and for me personally I believe that the ministry that God is calling me into is to inspire and charge people towards action in those areas of their life where they can capture that which is on the inside of, of them that which they are developing that which they are you know they are experiencing that that, that they have been exposed to and being able to bring those things to influence and help people's lives and move people forward you know this is this is what this it is all about it's about people it's about this place called earth it is it is about seeing people suffering or seeing injustice or seeing things that can be done better much better and having it in your spirit to say what is my quota what is my contribution and that is what name i asked and so in the last episode if you if you listened to what i spoke about the strength of an immigrant and i'm hoping that god will give me an avenue where i can meet with you know after the covid organized maybe a conference around this topic uh because like uh, every most of the things i do i don't know why but i always have less people responding to it 
I don't know, maybe because I don't spend a lot of time on social media, I'm not in connecting with uh, a lot of people. Uh, but maybe you have a good connection. Share it with them, invite them to listen to the, some of the podcasts. I think there are some good stuff for that um, that can you know inspire your thoughts. Um, but I want to share some of the qualities or the, the attitude or character of Nehemiah, like I already mentioned. I want to speak about that today in the in the podcast discuss it and see how maybe in your personal life you can also apply some of the uh, those characters or if you first of all can you know maybe have a soul section set yourself and say do I have these things or I don't uh, do I care enough or I don't you know because it's one thing to be here um, in, in a place of opportunity in a place of uh, you know abundance chances and privileges and not see any of it you know and I believe that if we all keep on just surviving if we keep on living in the survival mode rather than really taking dominion over our lives and the places that God placed us we will let other people suffer and go through the same thing we went through and i think it's that which we have to avoid um as people have become more conscious of uh, for instance the nature of things in africa the way things are done on the continent and i'm, I'm speaking not solely to Ghanaians. i'm speaking to every individual that understands what i'm talking about which has which is of african descent and even maybe not of african descent but the necessity for us to be able to face the truth and to understand that in the past things has been done in a way that it ought not to be done and has placed some people in a more of a uh or a dis, dis, you know, disadvantaged position and therefore we all have to collectively start thinking and facing the truth and to do something about it. That is what I'm talking about. All of us have to come to that place where we can agree that, hey, the way things were done was not the right way. How do we make sure that from now on, most of them see what they need to see and think the way they need to think and get what they need to get, you understand? Uh, understand because one thing that I'm aware of is it's not fair for people to be losing their lives continuously trying to cross over a sea on a boat that is not meant to take even the journey but for the sake of economic improvement and economic uh, uh, betterment and, and and also to improve their you know conditions they take this risk and so if you're somebody who cares, you ask yourself, this is a broken wall. This is a destroyed gate. When people have potential, when people have the capacity to live, uh, you know, elevate their standard of living, but do not have resources to be able to do that. And that even some of us who make it all the way to these places of opportunity and these places of chances still live in that survival mode, still don't have the opportunities, still don't see the privileges, still don't get help, still don't, you know, it is there and understand. And so maybe you are still in that mode, you're still struggling to make ends meet for yourself. In Europe, you're still trying to pay the bills, you're still trying to get the rent going and you're still trying to get, you know, and I understand that. 
And so you do not have time to start considering what is going on back in, 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 in your home country. Probably the only thing that crosses your mind is maybe how, when are you going to build your house and when are you going to get it done. And it might take you the next 30 years or 20 years, but then you're going on, on pension and then um, all you had been able to do was to fend for yourself and to show people that you lived in Europe. But there is more to that, there is more to that, and that is, you know, bringing more of what you have so that others can benefit of it also. Um, starting businesses, for instance, starting educational centers, or, or going there and, and sharing your knowledge with other people. These are all good things. These are all things that are also needed. Uh, in order to change some people's lives. Some people are living quite better than we are living here in Europe. That is a fact, okay? Um, but the overall systems and structures and organization of the society does not favor uh, the people it ought to favor. So um, there is still room for improvement. There is still need, there need for entrepreneurs, uh, and there is still need for uh, doctors. There are needs for technicians. There is a need for people who will start thinking, how can we contribute and make this better? There are two stories that I'm going to share with you, and I'll get into the Nehemiah characters. The first story is about this course that I was taking on the Harvard University online courses. They have like some free courses that you can take in, uh, through EDX uh, online and get a certificate for it. It's a good course. I encourage you to take some if you have the time. Um, and, and it's also a way to continually educate yourself. Um, there's a course that was recorded, I think, 20, to, to between 2013 and 2015. I'm not as sure exactly which date it was run by Professor Khanna, uh, an Indian professor, brilliant man, intellectually. Uh, I mean, this is it's above my thinking, the way he's able to, you know, as a professor, the way he teaches. Uh, uh, he made me love education, even though I'm not really, I mean, I mean, I love education, but I'm talking about going to sit in the class. It's not my thing. Um, but the, I, I think I would have loved to sit in, in his class. And one thing that stood out for me during the course was how the, the, the organization of the diaspora, the Indian diaspora in the States, and how so many of them are like professors and then they're like engineers and like IT students and and then they are this or they are that and PhD students and how they are also contributing to their nation, Indian Indian nation, uh, the, 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 oh, the continent of India. No, it's not a continent. I know I'm just kidding. But when you think about how they are applying the knowledge and the experiences and the the academic insights that they have to, you know, improve the place they are coming from, then then you you ask yourself the question like, why is this not the same with Africa? Where are our PhD students? Where are our masters, uh, those holding masters? Where are our professors and, and all those people? Where are they now? Where are they? Where are they? Because these are the people who have the insight, the knowledge, the ability to 
contribute at a higher level to the progress of our nations, not politicians, because so far, one thing that stood out for me also that I realized during this course is that most of us are focused too much on politicians. We, we believe that is either God solving all the problems for us or it's politicians that are going to solve all the problems for us. But it is more than that. It is actually individuals getting involved, individual uh, business owners, individual educators, individual uh, social uh, workers, individual, um, you know, ITers, technicians, engineers, getting involved. And if we do not have such a base, if we do not have such a base, and that is why the diaspora is key to the progress and to the future of Africa now, because even though a lot of the, the people back home, the people that are living home are doing their best and are, are overachievers and doing great stuff, we can still contribute, we can still support them. And, and the reason why I keep advocating for this, even though I'm living in Belgium at the moment, is because I believe strongly that the future of the continent is meant or is going to take a turn, like I said in the introduction. Whether we get involved or we don't get involved, something is going to happen. It's like, it's like what happened, what has happened to China, just like what has happened to India. The continent is going to go into a different stage of existence, maybe in the next 50, 100 years. And so the question is, are you aware or not? That is the whole thing. And I'm trying to make you aware through this podcast that you need to wake up. But throughout those courses, you realize that the Indian diaspora, Indian diaspora are very keen on contributing and giving back and sharing their knowledge and organizing research on the ground, studying situations, studying some of the traditional things that are being done on the continent, uh, in, their, in their nation, and, and try to you know put a structure to it, trying to understand it better so that they can improve it and help people life. There, there were brilliant stories that I had from, from this course that I encourage you to take it also, how, how people come up with solutions to to you know the lack of doctors the lack of hospitals the lack of educational centers and things like that it, it's amazing you know and i think this is where we as africans have to start looking at and the second thing that i wanted to talk about i talk about that i saw in the course um was how um this organization called BRAC, b-r-a-c BRAC organization also through the diaspora were able to really help i think it's that the, the BRAC organization is recognized as one of the most influential non-profit organizations in the world and this organization in the times where bangladesh was bangladesh was in 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 war or at war and right after their independence this organization came to being and was able to organize the community in a sense that was able to help and improve the life of women and improve their true true poultry farming through organization of uh, you know uh, microfinancing and, and many small things that people overlook but at the end of the day turn out to be very profitable for the the nation you know so I'm, I'm i'm just i just want to remind you that no matter what you have in your hands 
or no matter what you're doing here in the, as a diaspora, as an African diaspora, start thinking right from now. Start thinking. Start seeing yourself as a valuable asset for the place that you're coming from. You have an opportunity that many are looking to have. How are you using that opportunity? Are you using it to just show off and buy clothes and, and drive cars? Or are you trying to get something that can benefit people's life where you're coming from? Because that is the distinct and that is what we need to be focusing on. We need to be focusing on real essential things, real things, things that affect people's life rather than the unnecessary uh things that don't really matter you know that don't really change anything that don't bring any value to anybody you know all those things are good and i encourage you to enjoy your life but while enjoying your life you have to think of the place that you're coming from because if that, those places that we are coming from if we're able to contribute if we're able to become help those places then other people will not regard us as helpless people that always need help you understand we can help ourselves and we don't need nobody i mean we can cooperate with other people but we don't necessarily need other people's help you understand so it is up to us it is up to us as individual africans to stop this need of sensation and entertainment and start looking at the real things get real value develop i, I love one of the teachings of the archbishop thank williams he was teaching about value he said he, he was teaching that if you say you do not have money it's because you've not developed any value you know and and that is true you need to learn we need to develop ourselves we need to bring value we need to see how we can become valuable assets uh, assets for the place where we are coming from and so to not you know continue um on 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 sharing my opinion but i want to get like some facts from nehemiah also in there and then you can check yourself the first thing that I want to talk about is number one, he was, I've already given you the introduction to who Nehemiah was, and the character or the attitude of Nehemiah was that he was a problem solver. You can see it right away. He was a problem solver. He he, he didn't just listen to the problems going on in his home country and said, well, I guess that's how it's going to be. Let me, you know, I can do, what can I do? No, but he really asked himself, what can I do? And he prayed about it and, and he thought about it and he, you know, he gave time to it to go through his thoughts and, and ask God for favor and ask God for strength. And, you know, but he was thinking about solutions. He was thinking about solutions. And if you think about solutions, if you come from a village somewhere in, in Ghana, for instance, and you know about an existing problem, the question that I have for you right now is, as you are here, what are you thinking about? What are you praying to God about? Are you asking God for strength, for favor, that you will be able to bring a solution to that issue, or are you waiting for somebody else to tackle that? That is not your problem. Nehemiah was a problem solver. Number two, he was, uh, he loved the place he was coming from. He loved his home country. And there is nothing wrong with loving the place you're coming from. No matter how much we fall in love with our adopted nations, they, no matter how we, we are well integrated, no matter how we assimilate, it is our, the place we are coming from is our responsibility. We don't have to run away and leave it for others. It is our place, it is our home, it is our responsibility. 
and the moment we capture that we shouldn't be afraid to go back home we shouldn't be scared to go back to that place we shouldn't be afraid to do things that will impact people's life we shouldn't be afraid because this is that is our home i don't think that god is going to ask us or to account for the places we are living today but he's going to act he, he will ask us to account for the place he we were born and the place we were you know placed because God knows why he placed us as Africans and he did not place us as Europeans and even though we got the chance to live in Europe it is our responsibility Africa is our responsibility and therefore um, if you are not loving that and you're not accepting that and you're not really embracing that you've already missed the point and and here we see Nehemiah really embrace the love he had for the nation where he was born and he was coming from and so even though he was at a position where he could have just forget about everything he cho- he chose not to but to take an action and i think that is a fantastic character that we all have to have if we want to be able to become useful to our nations um the third thing that i want to say is that he also he had the, this deep desire earnestness you know he was earnest he was determined he was not afraid you know he was determined to do something he was he was he had the hunger to do something and that's that's something that you need uh because i think it was Denzel Washington that said the enemy of progress is success you know all the 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 enemy of success is 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 complacence you know because the moment you become successful the moment you move from struggle and maybe let's say when you were in Ghana you were um selling uh you know tomatoes on the market on in a pan or something like that and you have your whole capital of the, of the business was like maybe 20 euros and god being so good you you moved to europe now and so you have access you have opportunities and now you've forgotten about how it used to be uh, back at home and and so uh, you 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 are enjoying life now and so you don't remember how it used to be and also now you don't think about the others how they are doing and what they are going through i'm not saying give money to people you know for giving sick because there are a lot of people who never stop asking and they don't do anything better with it also but i want to encourage you to continue to think of solutions think of the life you lived if you've ever lived over there uh and how people are suffering and what is it that you are in position to do that desire the hunger the earnestness to you know want to see people's life improve is important um the the fourth thing is that he was not selfish he tried to you know not think only about himself uh he thought about other people also he he had humility um he was humble enough to pray to god for favor he was humble enough to serve and to obey and to perform his duties in the country where he is and that is important you are in belgium now don't overlook this place that you are serve where you need to serve learn what you need to learn and 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 make sure that you're respecting things and you're loving the people and you're loving the country and and, and through that god will bless you and give you more so that you can become more useful he was serving the king 
And because he did that so well, when he prayed to God about his decision, which made him so definite and he wanted to do it, he was a cup bearer. He was just the one who pours the wine for the king and sometimes he has to taste it and see if there's no poison in it. But he did this with, with, with wholeheartedly without any grudges or without any remorse or without anything. He knew that that job, by he doing that job, it was put him in a position of influence. It made him influential, it gave him access, it gave him a network to the king. And he was able to make a request, but he did his job diligently. So if you're in Belgium here, whatever it is that you're doing, I don't know, maybe you're not a cup bearer in Belgium here, but maybe you just, uh, you could be working in an office in a corporation, but you could also be just cleaning. It's also good. There's nothing wrong with that. If you take it seriously and you make your plans, and it is what satisfies your soul. Do not let anybody look up, look down on that job you're doing. Because the value of that job you're doing is more than you yourself. Whatever job you do or perform is serving other people. Okay, so there are no, uh, I think Will Smith said is that there are no small jobs. There are only small people. And so I encourage you to do your job well with diligence, with, with, with thoughts, with love. And, and, and understand the respect for the job, respect the company, respect the place, so that God can see that, you know, can, can bless you through it. Because God blessed Nehemiah through his work because he was doing his work well. And that's what makes him uh, confident and also gave him the strength to go before the king, uh, to, to make a petition to go back home uh, to, to help and do something. And so he used that strength that he, because he did his work well and he was curious and he was able to communicate. And one thing that I love about the, the story is that the king saw looking at him that there was something bothering him, that he was not the usual self. You know, he, that, that's, so, that's so cool that he was able to attract the attention of the king. He is the king and, and just you are just the cup bearer, you know, you pour the wine and you have to go and stand somewhere. But maybe the way he did things, the way he was, the king couldn't just see him as just one of the servants, but someone who needed attention. And so I want you to keep thinking about this as you go on your work in Europe here. How is your attitude? Do you do you do you do you have that humility, that self, I mean, that selflessness, that, you know, that definiteness, that earnestness spirit in you. Are you confident enough that if, you know, that what you're doing is opening up your opportunities, your exposure, your experiences so that you can become a helpful tool in the world that we live in, I mean, that we, we live in and also for the people that are waiting on you to come and do something. Or maybe you're a student. Yeah, you could be a student, but pay attention to what you're studying. Think about is what you're studying going to benefit anybody. I know this is a bit ide uh, ideal, idealistic and a little bit over the top uh, way of looking at things because most of us, we are just looking at, we're making money and, and buying things. Well, not everybody, but I think most majority of people see life that way. We want to make money and buy the things we couldn't buy when we didn't have money. But that is that is 
not everybody's. So I'm speaking up to those who are called to do something. If you feel like you're called to do something, you know, he was just a cup bearer, but he didn't see himself as just a cup bearer. He was more than just a cup bearer. And you could be more than just a cleaner. You could be more than just uh, a food maker. You could be more than just a nanny. You could be more than just an engineer. You could be more than just a preacher. You could be more than that. Because there is, there is, there is there are levels of calling. And it's all about availability. It's about you exposing yourself that, hey, God, here I am. Because God is always looking for somebody to send. And if you make yourself available and, and, and you expose yourself, even though it's not easy, God will stand with you and give you favor and give you the network and give you the strength like he gave Nehemiah to be able to undertake a project that for a single person, it was almost impossible. But God is always good and God is always with us. And so it is this encouragement that I bring you through today's podcast. And I hope you're really considering as a diaspora how you can become useful to the African Uh, to the nation where you're coming from in back in Africa because it is up to us it is up to you and I nobody else in fact if we I mean I know that the president of Ghana for instance said we we want to move beyond aid we, we, we you know it's wanting to reject help but you need to be able to help yourself you understand and so what I'm um, advocating for and what I'm trying to encourage you to do is to think about it see how you can you know do something useful for the place that you are coming from back home in Africa and how you can God through you can change people's life you know our ministry is not to only sing in the churches and to dance in the churches and to preach there are so many forms of ministry that God is calling us into and this ministry of Nehemiah could be your ministry too could be my ministry too and so thank you for joining me on this podcast I hope to see you next time if you have any comment or if you want to contact me uh, you can find me on social media my name is Oscar Samar and you can contact me through nexusfellowship.org or info at nexusfellowship.org and if you have any questions I will answer them for you so until then I'll see you on the next podcast or on NF community. God bless you. May he keep you and may you keep inspiring your spirit. And I hope you pick up some of the qualities and characters of Nehemiah so that you can become the Nehemiah of your own days. God bless you and see you next time. Bye.